On this episode of the TH Talks podcast, am I living up to the idea of what I wanted to be? And what I often find is the answer is no. And that it's in itself is motivating because there's no way in hell that I'm letting that little man down. The little man at the age of five with all these dreams and ambitions within his life. Ain't no way in hell I'm letting him down. And I know that at the end of the day, person has to answer to my actions is me and I accept full responsibility for that. You are now tuned into the TH Talks podcast, the medium for personal growth and self-development as we are on the path to become a greater version of ourselves. I will be your host, TH. What is good, everybody? We are back again with another episode of the TH Talks podcast. And as always, I want to give thanks to everybody who tunes in. Just check the stats recently. We have over 170 downloads. It humbles me. I'm very grateful and I appreciate you all. If you haven't checked it out already, Last episode was a great interview with my dear friend, Jadedai. We talked about a plethora of different topics from his move out to LA, mindfulness, the importance of community, and so much more. Once again, that's the previous episode. So after you're done listening to this one, if you haven't already, tune into that one. A lot of great content there. Speaking of Jadedai, you already know he does all the music on this podcast. So the intro, the outro. You can find Jaded Eye on Spotify at Jaded Eye, two separate words, and also on Instagram at Jaded Eye Beats. Now moving right along, we had personal growth and self-development topics for a few episodes. Last episode was an interview. We switched it up. And on this episode, we about to switch it up one more time. Going to do a little Q&A. I put a little post out on Facebook and my IG story as well. Got a lot of great responses. We got hella questions here. We got a lot of questions. I won't be able to answer them all. I got so many. I'm going to take 10 of them. What I'll do is I'll answer 10 on this episode and in a future episode, I'll have another Q&A where I'll answer the rest of them. But just to keep things moving along and because of time constraints as well, I'm going to do just 10 questions. Hopefully, you're going to keep the answers to about a minute or so. Let's go right through it. So without further ado, welcome to Office Hours with Professor TH, where we answer all your personal growth and self-development topics. Step into my office, my students, step in. And the first question, what do you do to recharge or refocus when you feel misaligned? A great question, great question. Hopefully, I don't say great question at the end of every single question. I know I'm going to want to, but I'll try to limit that. But this really is a great question. So anytime I need to recharge or refocus when I feel misaligned, I like to start with my body. So just very briefly, high level, the connection, there's mind, body, and soul. For me, I always start at the body level because when I feel out of alignment, when I feel not clear or just low on energy, I find that focusing on my body first is the easiest way to, to get 
more in alignment. So the biggest thing for me is sleep. If I haven't gotten my sleep, then I know I'll be out of alignment. So typically I'll try to take a nap. Even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, I lie down. After I do that, it's a reset so I can take on the tasks I need to do. I feel less stressed. I feel a little more recharged and just go about my day with some more energy. Another thing I do is since I'm an introvert, I just spend some time to myself, do a little self-care time. You know what I'm saying? I might uh, read a little bit, watch some Netflix or some anime. Maybe I'll even work on something create creatively, write some poetry, freestyle, work on some music, something like that, 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 that I can do by myself. And it allows me to just take my mind off things. And I find that by, by focusing on, on what I'm passionate about, it allows me to get back to other tasks as well. So once again, I definitely check how I'm sleeping. Uh, I do something to focus on my passions. And my third thing I like to do is work out. I always feel better after a workout. Just something about weightlifting and lifting heavy weights, doing some cardio, pushing my body to that limit gives me those endorphins, gives me that adrenaline rush to recharge. So I would say those are my top three things, top three things. Question number two, what tips do you have for bringing yourself to the present moment? Now, this is another great question. I promise this is, <laughs> okay, this is the last time I'm going to say it's a great question. These are all great questions. These are all great questions. So the present moment is what we live life through. The past is a recollection of previous present moments and the future is the anticipation of a present moment that we have not experienced yet. But we live life in the present moment. So anytime that I want to bring myself back to the moment, I try to do certain things that I'm very present for. So for example, breath work, that really helps me become more in line with the present moment. Because when I'm focusing on breathing, I'm here and I'm now. Also, once again, doing something that I love puts me in the present moment because I don't experience joy from doing it in the future or in the past. I experience joy from doing it right now. So that could be a plethora of things. Even this podcast brings me to the moment. I would say find what you feel present in. Find what you're passionate about. Maybe try some meditation, try some breath work, anything that you have to just shift your focus back to the moment and you'll feel yourself become more present because the present moment is all we really have, right? That's how we live our life. It's a collection of present moments. So it's a real shame if we're not living life through that moment. We're just missing the beauty of it. You know what I mean? Question number three, how did you find your voice and style of communication? For me, it was a lot of trial and error, but to be honest with you, I think this started back in sixth grade. I was in middle school. It was the first time I had to do public speaking through school, and essentially, it was standing up in front of the class and giving a speech, but the topic could be whatever we wanted. I think I picked a football player. Yeah, I did mine on Marshall Falk, but I did the research on it. I had my note cards. I didn't think too much of it. But the teacher afterwards came up to me and said I was a very good communicator. I was a very good public speaker. And I didn't, before that, I didn't see myself as being a great public speaker because I didn't have much experience into it. So having those words 
having that validation from her really planted a seed in me. So I think once I had that, just that knowledge of, okay, I'm good at this. Why don't I pursue it? So then I kept working on my craft and kept working on my style of communication. Another thing is I, I tend to analyze a lot. So I would listen to other people who were very good public speakers as well and saw what they did. I'd also listen to people who maybe weren't so great and try to understand what they could improve and then implement what the, the greats at a public speaking into my style and also try to cut out all the bad habits or, or negative things that people who, who need improvement in public speaking were doing. It was, it was really taking those two approaches and just trial and error, doing it enough times and being real with myself and also being self-aware to know that I could definitely improve in some areas. So I think it's just having that, being honest with myself, having that self-awareness and that, that seed that someone planted, that my teacher planted when I was in sixth grade. And also, I get a lot of validation for people. I've spoken to one of my good friends who in, in college told me that I could be a public speaker too. So having the validation, just to be honest with you, is, is really important to me and it's a great fuel for me. Segwaying into question number four, what is the importance of communication in all aspects of life? So communication is extremely, extremely important because it's, it's how we convey information from inside of us to outside, internally to externally, so other people can understand that information. And people communicate in different ways. So for me, it was definitely understanding how people receive information. That was really powerful to me. An example of that is when I used to do TH Talks, I would definitely use different language and different ways to communicate to middle school students than I would when I was talking to a group full of teachers. I would always try to bring it back to them. I would always try to understand their point of view and their perspective and communicate in a way that they would understand and also engage. And in relationships as well, it doesn't have to be romantic, but platonic, any sort of relationship. Once again, really try to understand how a person receives information and communicate that way. Some people are very indirect, so you have to pick up on such subtle cues, their body language. They might even say one thing and mean something else, so it's very important to, to get a good grasp on their style of communication. Other people might be extremely blunt and direct, and you also might have to filter out the tone in which they're speaking to say, okay, this information isn't meant to be harmful, they're just conveying it in a harsher way than I would. Either way, learning how people communicate is extremely, extremely important, and then not taking it personally when you don't have to, so you can better communicate with that other person. Question number five, tell me where your motivation and ambition comes from. Now, this is, this is definitely one of my favorite questions. So it, it comes from a, a few different places. On one end, or one place, was when I was in high school, my senior year, I had a cousin who served in the army, and he paid the ultimate sacrifice he gave his life while in service to his belief in, in, in his, his purpose. And just seeing the impact that, that death can have on, on a family, and especially 
just knowing that he sacrificed everything, his life, his relationship, not be able to see his his daughter grow up, all those things. I think to myself a lot, the heaviness and seriousness of, of life and death. And I, I bring that back to me in this moment by asking myself, okay, I have this wonderful gift of life, which other people don't have right now. What am I going to do with it? Other people have made sacrifices. Other people aren't here right now. For whatever reason, they don't have the same privilege or opportunities that I have in this moment. What am I going to do with it? And the best way to, that I've found to really motivate me and to answer that question is thinking about how I can bring value to other people. And this podcast is one of them. This podcast is one of them. Another thing that, that I think about and that really motivates me is that when I was a kid, I had a certain ideal idea of what I wanted to be when I was older, what I wanted to be at my current age right now at 28, or how I wanted to feel. And I often ask myself this question a lot, am I living up to the idea of what I wanted to be? And what I often find is the answer is no. And that it's in itself is motivating because there's no way in hell that I'm letting that little man down. The little man at the age of five with all these dreams and ambitions within his life. Ain't no way in hell of letting him down. And I know that at the end of the day, the person he has to answer to my actions is me. And I accept full responsibility for that. So, so that really gets a fire under me. It, it definitely helps motivate me. It definitely drives me to be of value to other people and pursue the path I need to go on so I can live a better life, level up, progress, find joy, work through adversity, grow myself, and also help others do the same. Okay, quick break. So after answering the first five questions, I realized that I did not keep my answers under a minute by any means. Am I surprised about this? Not at all. Not at all. Did I mean to intentionally lie to you? I did not. I did not. But nevertheless, I'm still going to continue with the rest of them because I love doing this. Will I try to make my answers a little shorter? Yes. Am I going to? More than likely not. Probably not, but it's all good because you know what? This is my podcast. We all just chilling with me. We're all having a good time. Whether it goes 10 minutes or it goes 30 minutes. Uh, it's not going to go 30 minutes, but it's already 15 right now. So without further ado, let's get back to the questions. Let's see if I can do a little lightning round, a little, little faster. So question number six, opinions on mask regulations being lifted and will I continue to wear one? Why or why not? So full disclosure, I am fully vaccinated. And I'm going to abide by the CDC guidelines and also the state orders. So I believe in Massachusetts, where I live right now, the governor's going to lift a lot of the mask regulations for people who are vaccinated within the next week or so. So I'm going to follow those rules. If a business requires the mask, I'm definitely going to wear one. And if people aren't vaccinated, I would hope that they would wear, continue to wear their mask, social distance, practice good hygiene protocols as well. But I'm trusting the science. I'm trusting CDC on this. The CDC guidelines, and once again, I am vaccinated, so I'm going to be a little more relaxed, but if a business requires it, definitely going to wear one. 
See, that was a little faster. A little faster. Question number seven, discipline outweighing motivation. I'm actually going to do my next podcast on this. This is a great question. So motivation is something that comes to us and it's, it's, it's this fire. It's this energy, this adrenaline, this, this rush that we get. It could be from watching a video. It could be from talking to somebody. It could be from an event. But as great as it feels, and in that moment, we really want to accomplish something. And as great as that feels, it just leaves us too quick. So oftentimes, if we rely on pure motivation, we're not going to take action enough times for us to complete a certain goal, unless we can find a way to manufacture motivation, which not a lot of people can do. This is where self-discipline comes in, because self-discipline allows you to do certain things even when you don't want to do them. And whether you're tired or not, you're going to take your ass to the gym. And whether you're tired or not, you don't have the energy, you're going to spend that extra hours studying, spend those extra hours on your side business. You're going to spend that extra time doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable because you need to do it to be able to get where you want to be. And having that mindset and being extremely disciplined is going to build in your routines. And that's going to be far, um, it's going to be far more frequent if you can build that within your routine, the motivation will be. But once again, that's going to be the next episode. So we'll get more into it. Question number eight, in what area of your life have you felt the most growth? What's next? So in my life right now, probably in the past year, I would say aligning with my masculine energy. And spoiler alert, I'm going to do a podcast about this as well, probably later. Not on this one, but later in the saga, you know what I mean. But to be more driven, to be more decisive, to be able to hold space to be able to lean into my integrity more, to be able to trust myself, to be able to provide for other people. All of that is masculine energy. And we have both masculine and feminine energy, everybody does. But for me, aligning with that masculine, I felt this drive to be more and to be better and to provide. And what's next? Continuing on that journey because I felt just a shift within me and it feels so natural and it feels so right. And I'm excited to, to see where this path leads me. Question number nine, what's it like to be talented, smart, and gorgeous? This is why I love you all. You gas me up. You give me the nicest words, the kindest phrases. My ego loves it. It, it means too, too damn much to me. So damn much to me. So thank you. It feels great to be appreciated. That's how I answer that question. It feels great. So once again, thank you for those kind, kind words. No promises that it will not get to my head. Last question, number 10. Have you ever had a life-changing experience? And if so, how did it change your life? I've had a few, I've had a few. Now, one thing that really comes to mind when it was when I quit my job, my first job right after college, after graduate school, I was just feeling lost in my life wasn't getting the purpose out of my job that I wanted to. And about a month or two after that, I didn't have a job and I stepped on the scale and said 210. And I was like, damn. Now I was 5'10. And let me tell you, that that 210 was not all muscle by any means. I just looked at myself. I felt unclear, not driven, and just heavy. There's so much heaviness around me. And I said, damn, like if I'm not careful. Like this could go 
down a bad road. And it, it took just me staring at the mirror at, at that figure and not just what my body was, but where I was at my life and saying that I am here right now because of the choices that I made. Therefore, if I hope to get out of this, if I hope to change, then I have to change my behaviors and I have to change my choices. And I accept the responsibility that comes with that. So I put myself on a diet, started going to the gym more. I actually got a, a job at a furniture store doing deliveries and sales and such, even though that was tough. And I just kept taking small steps to get where I need to be. And eventually, that mindset shift paid off. Lost a bunch of weight, ended up moving to Boston, ended up getting a different job. And that moment to me really, really taught me how that I need to be in control of my life and my decisions, my decisions have the greatest impact on my life. And I still live by it this day. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was fun. That was fun. Answered 10 questions. Went a little longer than expected, but that's all good because it's all love and light here. There are other questions I did not answer, and I do plan to answer those questions on the next Q&A. So thank you all who sent me the questions. Thank you all as well. I'll be back another two weeks or so on the next podcast, which is self-discipline and motivation. And yeah, so thank you once again for tuning in. Means a lot to me. Thank you for joining me on this journey for personal growth and self discovery so we can become a better version, a greater version of ourselves. I love you all very much. You're all very dear to my heart. All those listeners tuning in. With love and light, TH is out. Thank you.